It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Here's the pitch. That one is blasted to left field. Going back on it is long. At the wall, it's gone! As a pinch hitter, Darren Ruff has gone deep and put the Giants ahead. Six to five here in the seventh inning. That was a big moment for Darren Ruff. The last three years he spent in Korea, almost went back overseas when the pandemic hit, but he stuck it out, made the Giants, and here he is hitting game-winning home runs in a playoff chase. We go inside Darren Ruff's Giant Moments now. Now, now. This is Inside Giant Moments, presented by T-Mobile. Our franchise has countless memorable, iconic moments. Join Mark Willard as he connects with our former players who lived these moments to relive the emotions, the stories, and the joy. Welcome into another episode of Inside This Giant Moment and Darren Ruff joining us. I'm Mark Willard. It's all presented by T-Mobile. Darren, it's wonderful to have you. How you doing, bud? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, great to have you. I mean, what a year, right? And I I mean that not just in terms of baseball. I mean, I guess you could take that question uh, any way you want. But uh, can, can you kind of describe the roller coaster ride that this has been for you personally? Yeah, I mean, um, it's been, it, yeah, obviously going back to, you know, spring training and, and the beginning of the year and things like that, and to have a, a three-month pause on the uh, season and, uh, you know, not really know what, what would happen, what would happen, things like that. So, uh, like everyone, I think it's been an extremely stressful year, and uh, but, you know, hopefully as we, as we move forward and uh, put, you know, the the pandemic and things like that uh, kind of in the rearview mirror. We get to move forward and get back to, you know, doing things we love, doing them safely and being around, being around people we love and getting to see, you know, the people that we might not have been able to over the last uh, couple months. Uh, do you feel like we're getting closer to that? Do you, uh, do, do you sense, you know, just personally and baseball wise, do you sort of see a light at the end of the tunnel here? Uh, you know, that's just, that's kind of the way I am always a lot at the end of the tunnel type of, type of, uh, outlook on things. So, um, yeah, I mean, just getting to play baseball, getting, getting, uh, you know, some sports back, getting, um, you know, I think college football going just, you know, I obviously pay attention to sports and things like that, but, uh, you know, getting, getting kids back into schools, um, safely and, Getting, getting them to play, you know, high school sports, getting them to play football, getting them uh, out and about and doing more activities, things like that. Hopefully, um, you know, the majority of people can say that, you know, they're, they're able to do more things and, and hopefully soon we'll be able to, you know, get back to, uh, to doing things safely and seeing the people we love uh, anytime we want. Uh, let's go back to uh, three years ago. When you first started in the KBO playing in Korea. Did you ever think you were coming back? 
Well, so I hoped I hoped I would. Um, you know, I went over there in my my first month. I, uh, I ended up getting sent down to the minor leagues. So um, most people probably don't realize there is even a minor leagues in Korea, and there are. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at that point, at that point, yeah. I mean, it was a pretty grim outlook on the rest of my baseball. But um, you know, luckily, I I turned things around. Uh, played well the rest of the season. Um, played ball two more years after that, and so yeah, I was, I was hoping after last year that I would uh, be able to sign a minor league job with someone, and um, you know, use spring training as a way to to show what I can do and help a team out. So I need to hear about this because didn't you finish like fourth, fifth, or sixth in home runs three years ago? But you also spent time <laughs> in the minors that first year. How did you pull that off? Yeah. Yeah, I actually I led the league in RBIs too my first season. So uh, yeah, I spent spent about ten days in the minor leagues, and um, that was at the end of April. So then I came up the first day of May, and uh, yeah, turned things around from there. <clears throat> I'm sure you get this question and have gotten it a million times in your life, but but I wonder what first comes to mind when people do ask you. So what is it like? to play baseball in the KBO. What is that experience? Yeah, so it's, it's, uh, it's really fun. Um, the atmosphere now is a little bit different, you know, if, if people get to, you know, stay up late or wake up super early in the morning and uh, depending on your time schedules, but uh, watch some of the games, it, it doesn't really paint a true picture of what uh, it actually is. I mean, when, when you can get fans in there and they're, um, you know, screaming and singing and just to have it, it's, it's a very party-like atmosphere. So uh, the energy there is, is unbelievable. Um, obviously the, the foreign players kind of stick out a little bit when we're you know, out and about in the cities and things like that. So uh, we get recognized quite often and uh, the, the people there are extremely polite. Um, they all want their picture with you and they all, they all want your autograph, but they do it in a very respectful way. So it's, it's extremely hard to say no to them. Uh, I was actually going to ask you about that. So, you, yeah, you probably stand out over there. You also put up a whole, all kinds of numbers. So what, what was your star power like there compared to here? Yeah, it was, it was a bit uncomfortable at times. I'm, I'm kind of more <laughs> reserved and, and like to just keep to myself and things like that. But, um, yeah, you know, when – when we go out, me and my family, I think my son, Henry, was, was probably more famous than I was even. They, uh, they loved him. He, uh, he got it down to where in, the third, in our third year over there, he kind of figured out that if he agreed to take a picture with someone, that they would give him some sort of you know, gift in exchange. So he'd get candy and things like that and, uh, if, if he agreed to take a picture with people. So he was, uh, he was very smart in that, in that regard. But um, – but yeah, it, it, they're, they're very respectful and, and generous, generous uh, people over there. So that, that was just last year. How, how old was he then? He was uh, four. Okay. Yeah, three, three and a half going on four. So we figured it out. He's a sharp one. I like it. Yeah. Uh, you know, you mentioned the atmosphere over there too, and there's this constant debate. It's come up again. Uh, in, in recent weeks, the Padres seem to be often at the center of it, uh, whether, you know, they're, they're being a little too brash or whatever. But you brought over, like, the, the celebration atmosphere over there. Do we need more of that in, in baseball in America? 
Yeah, I, I think uh, I think if it's done in a in a proper sense, you know, in in a, an excited, um, you know, team kind of way, as opposed to just uh, you know a selfish look at me type of a way. If if you're truly excited to, and uh, you know it, and it represents the team atmosphere, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, it, it's it's a fine line to walk over here because guys are extremely competitive and and things like that, but. Um, you know, I could, I could definitely see bringing some of, you know, their um, kind of celebrations over here in a respectful way. So you, you mentioned hoping that there would be a, a minor league offer after, after last year, and clearly there was. So what, what were the circumstances that brought you to the Giants? Um, well, yeah, so uh, after my second year there, uh, Farhan and – you know, the Giants expressed a little bit of interest, but um, the, the, the Korean uh, organizations like to move pretty quickly in, in shoring up their foreign players. So they kind of leaned on me really hard to, you know, either agree or not to go back that third year. So figured, uh, you know, we, we would do it one more year and see where things go from there. Um, you know, luckily the Giants still had interest after, after last year and, um, we were, you know, fortunate enough to, to make something work here. And you, you come here for, for spring training. You're starting to, I can remember it's the first time we had you on the show because you're starting to get some attention. You're hitting a, lot of, uh, hitting a lot of home runs. And then all of a sudden things get shut down. And we don't even know if, uh, if baseball is going to happen here. It certainly looks for a while like there definitely wasn't. And I know uh, the KBO then starts playing. A lot of us were even watching it, you know, in the, in the middle of the night while you guys are are sitting out so were, were you watching and kind of keeping an eye on 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 what was going on at that time yeah so early on definitely i we would we had a newborn daughter so we were hitting up me and my wife pretty early in the morning uh, i'd catch probably the you know tail end of of some of the games on tv um, my former team played in the first game that they televised so I wanted to make sure I caught that um, but, but yeah I mean it was it was a good way to you know get some sports in our lives um, it, even you know it, them playing in front of no fans and only catching a little bit of the game mm-hmm. uh, but yeah get, getting some of that going um, we had our hands full at home obviously too so um, yeah it was it was nice to to see them get some some attention and um, some some of those young players hopefully, uh, you know, made a name for themselves this season and they can, you know, progress their careers over here. Someday. So, uh, gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining, uh, your, your shoes right here. You, uh, you come back to the United States, everything gets shut down. <clears throat> um, you've got a newborn and another, you know, you've got young kids. Yeah. Um, you're trying to work your way onto the giants roster, but no guarantees. A pandemic comes, everything gets shut down. There goes the KBO and they're calling, they're calling, they're reaching back out to you as well. So I would imagine mentally and emotionally, this was a lot. What, what, how did you handle it? What'd you go through? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was tough at times because yeah, I wanted to look out for my family and, and make sure that we were, you know, in a, in a good spot um, with baseball. I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit older in the, in the baseball sense so uh, I wanted to make sure these last few years that we put ourselves in a good position to take care of our family in the future and things like that so yeah with um, 
with the pandemic hitting and all the uncertainty and um, things like that, we were we were trying to figure out ways to make sh make something uncertain into certain, and it, it was tough. But you know, luckily um, things worked out over here. You know, it's it's really hard in the heat of the moment to keep a cool head, and uh, you know, luckily as time passed. Um, everyone you know collectively figured out a way to get this thing done over here and and uh i know as players and um coaching staff and training staff we're all we're all very fortunate to to be playing right now and um you know hopefully you know the fans are enjoying even though it's a short season um that they are enjoying you know what what we're doing and and bringing some some kind of normalization into their lives too I, I think everybody in the world can relate to what you were looking at, where on one side you're like, here's the safe play, you know, but over here's the home run. And that's what I really want to happen, but we don't know if it's going to happen. So uh, how, how did that all play out, right? The, like, like the KBO, uh, when everything was shut down, they reached back out. Rosters are frozen here in the States. What, 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 what went on? Yeah, it was actually uh, a Japanese team, not the KBO. But oh, okay. Yeah, so, um, yeah, they, they a few days before roster freezes, wanted to, you know, see if I was available to uh, come over and help their team. They were still at a pause at the time, and they didn't know exactly what would happen over there either, but um, they were moving forward with the idea that they were going to play as soon as possible. Um, so, yeah, it was – uh, once the roster freezes went into effect, that kind of shut that that plan down a little bit. But um, like I said, I I couldn't have drawn a drawn up a better you know picture or playbook for the way this year has turned out for me. Um, you know, baseball wise, obviously, I'd I'd love to have my family here and um, we'd be able to you know rent a house somewhere in, in San Francisco and explore the city and things like that. But uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully that will be something we can do next year and. Um, you know, and this year that just wasn't a possibility. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so as we all know, I mean, it, it played out perfectly for all sides. I mean, were, were there moments, though, where, where you connected with the Giants to sort of explore the, the, the correct thing to do? Yeah, I, I, uh, I didn't personally have – I know my agent um, had a lot of good dialogue with, uh, with some of the front office members, and, you know, every time – both sides were, you know, obviously my agent was looking out for me and my best interest and, and the Giants were looking out for theirs. And, um, you know, luckily they saw me as an important part of the team and the organization. And I, I could really respect that. Um, and, you know, it made me feel good to when I came back that uh, I had I had a really good opportunity to make the team once summer camp started, um, just keep doing what I was doing and, and uh you know, yeah, like I said, luckily made the team and, and you know, helped helped early in the season and, uh, you know, continuing to, to do that. Yeah, so spring training 2.0, as we, as we called it, does, does come around. And, and, and so how are you feeling at, at that point, both as a baseball player and just your chances to make the team? Yeah, you know, obviously um, some, some people got to do a little bit more than others over the, over the break. Um, you know, luckily I was, in, I was in Nebraska at the time. It's where we had our child and uh, our little girl. And so we, um, we decided to hang around our family and 
use all the help we can during that time. So luckily Nebraska never uh, completely shut down. So I was able to, you know, continue to work out uh, and strength train with uh, my trainer that I've been using for, you know, nine, nine to 10 years at the time. And uh, once the weather kind of turned around a little bit, we were able to go to my former high school and, and get on the field and, and take some BP and stuff like that. So from a baseball sense, I was, I was, you know, maintaining the ability to, you know, do those things, probably not at the highest level uh, like I would like, but, um, you know, I at least didn't, you know, just put my bat and ball down for, you know, three months and, and try to pick it back up quickly. But, um, yeah, and as far as my chances of making the team, I, uh, you know, I, I felt like I could. I just, especially with the extra roster spots, I just didn't know what direction, uh, you know, the Giants wanted to go, if they wanted to give younger guys a shot, if they wanted to, you know, really go for at least 60 games and see what, what could happen. And, you know, luckily I think they struck a great balance and we're competitive here at, at the end of the, you know, the season and looking to hopefully make the playoffs. Okay, quick pause to thank our sponsor, T-Mobile. It's never been more important to stay connected. And T-Mobile has taken steps to support customers along with frontline workers nationwide during these uncertain times. They've been amazing. T-Mobile responded to customer needs by increasing network capacity, lifting smartphone data caps, and increasing data allowances for schools and students in the Empower Ed program. They've also committed to donate $2.5 million to over 100 local schools and Boys and Girls Club of America, which provides childcare for our nation's first responders and healthcare workers, meals for families in need, and more. T-Mobile is committed to supporting customers, communities, and thanking frontline workers across the nation. Visit T-Mobile.com for more information. And now back to Inside Giant Moments. Uh, can I ask you a quick side question about having a baby in a pandemic and what that has been like for you and your wife? Uh, I think if you asked three months ago, um, I think things were going very smoothly once I had to leave and she's had to, you know, uh, do everything basically um, yeah. with, for, our, for our almost five-year-old son who has a ton of energy um, yep. and then a five-month-old daughter. Yeah, I think... I think she wants uh, she wants me back helping as soon as possible, and, and obviously I want to get back and help as soon as possible too. But uh, she's doing a great job. I bet, I bet. And then I also wonder, as a group, you know, you make the team. How, how did you celebrate? Um, by <laughs> by playing one more exhibition game against Oakland. Right. <laughs> and then, right. And then, right. yeah, I there I not much celebrating going on during a pandemic, you know, internally, I was extremely uh, grateful and, and proud of myself and got emotional, you know, when I called back home, things like that, because, you know, what, telling my, you know, my family and my son that, that I was, you know, made the major leagues again, it was, it was really cool. And um, once that time passed, it was just yeah, back to the hotel and, you know, yeah. focus on the season. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And I also wondered then, you know, as the season gets started, then then roles start to to unfold for everybody on the team. And I, yours is an interesting one, right? You're, I mean, you're there to really kind of be that, that right-handed DH, left field sometimes, be ready to go anytime there's a left-handed pitcher on, on the mound. That can mean sometimes prolonged periods of, of, of waiting. So what, what tricks do you use? How do you handle your role? Yeah, it's just, uh, 
you know, looking, looking ahead to see, you know, when I might play to develop a schedule to uh, be ready to go that day. Obviously, in, in games, um, pinch hitting and things like that. And, you know, I think as the season went on, uh, uh, Cap has been, you know, more, uh, more, I don't know what the right word is, but just easily substitute me and Dickie out pretty regularly throughout the game. Karate um, comes in, you know, in, in just a normal situation, he'll, he'll, you know, just take me out and go with him and vice versa. So we kind of know our roles there. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of good dialogue with our hitting, uh, hitting instructors as well. And um, they noticed something maybe 10, 10, 15 games ago and asked if I was willing to kind of change my setup, things like that to, you know, keep things more consistent. So when I'm not playing every day, I can just uh, minimize some things in my swing and approach and things like that. And it's really helped over the last couple of weeks. That's interesting because yeah, the, the numbers really bear that out. What, 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 what specifically was it that they found? Um, I just, they wanted to move my hands a little bit higher uh, in my setup. Um, so I didn't have as much movement with my, you know, load and things like that. Um, so they suggested holding my hands a little higher and also just kind of getting my weight back to even kind of standing taller, things like that. Things that kind of just minimize, uh, the move I was making to attack the baseball. And, um, that way I can keep it as consistent as possible. Uh, even if I don't get to do it every single day. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. You can tell, you can tell with the team, I mean, the staff and, and, and the team, like it, it is a very different hitting experience right now, watching this team than it has been for giants fans the last few years. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, the at-bats you're getting from guys are, are, you know, competitive from the first inning to the ninth inning and from the first hitter to the ninth hitter. There's, there's guys that are, you know, working counts, guys that are driving the baseball, and it's, it's really fun to watch. Um, all right, let's go to uh, a little uh, three-question set that we call Behind the Mask, okay? These are three questions sure. specific to dealing with life in baseball in the middle of, of what you guys are all dealing with. So the first one is, what is the strangest thing you've experienced through all that is going on with baseball right now? Oof. I mean, obviously, the most recent uh, – false positive that we yeah. uh, we just experienced and um you know luckily that's all it was uh i know we as an organization have been taking this thing extremely seriously and so um i felt really good obviously for for alex and uh, all the training staff that have done you know above and beyond what they were expected to do to try to keep us all safe that that's what it turned out to be um, but yeah, that was, that was pretty strange. They, the, uh, Kai came and told me, he's like, Hey, you're, you're playing left field today, like 10 minutes before the game started. I'm like, what? And I knew his, his wife was pregnant too. So I thought yeah. that's what was happening. And then when we found out oh. it was a, a positive or the false positive test, uh, I was like, well, I'm, I'm probably not playing left field because no one's probably no. playing left field tonight. <laughs> uh, oh, that's but yeah, great. Well, yeah. Yeah, luckily that's all it was, and, and we could get back out there uh, Sunday and play again. Yeah, that's. I, I mean, I hadn't even thought of that, that you guys might have gotten the word right away that it was it was Alex, and so maybe you, you guys all thought that his wife went into labor. But what? Yeah. So can you can you take us through that that twenty minutes 
Like first you're playing left field. Then we see everybody grabbing their bats and head into the clubhouse. Yeah. Like, and, and what were the emotions you all were feeling at the time? Yeah, I mean, mainly, uh, well, confusion. Um, yeah. And then we obviously turned our attention to, to Alex and his family situation and things like that. And we're extremely worried. Um, but but we, we as an organization know that we've done everything we can. And we did the... <clears throat> the nasal test before the flight um, and everyone was negative. And then um, we got in at 2 a.m. and then did this a lot of a test literally at like noon or one the next day. So uh, we knew something probably went wrong along the way. and We were just mm -hmm. hoping and praying that that was the case. And luckily it was. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. Next question. Other than baseball, what activity has gotten you through this time? Oh, I, I bring my PlayStation on the road. Um, <laughs> so play some video games, watch, uh, watch whatever, you know, show I can find that I haven't seen already. Uh, but yeah, once, once PGA 2K1 came out, I've been, I've been hitting the links on the PlayStation just to, to fill that void a little bit. So, so less real golf and, and more, more fake golf. Yeah. Much better scores. Much better okay. scores. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Same here. Yeah. Same here. All right. Uh, last one. What, uh, what part of the new protocol around baseball would you like to keep forever? Oh, like as far as gameplay? Yeah, anything. Like, I mean, anything that this year has meant that, that, that you, you actually found that you're, you kind of like. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously, personally and selfishly, the, the DH is a, a yeah. good thing, I think. I think for uh, I mean, obviously you get your, your pitchers that want to swing the bat during the game, but, <laughs> but I think the majority of them would probably like to just focus on pitching and uh, doing that, uh, doing that part of their job. So, um, and I also, I know as, as a bench player, uh, it's a lot easier to prepare when there's a DH versus not because of, of, you know, double switches and, and things like that. You can, you can really find yourself going in at any point in the game. Um, you know, if, if a pitcher struggles that day, you could pinch hit in the third and uh, have to play defense and then things like that. And um, so it's, it's, it's easier to, as a bench player, you know, kind of uh, go with the flow of the game and, and pick where you might go in versus having no idea. So I, I was thinking of you with regard to the fact that there are no fans this year, and you've already detailed, you know, your, your experience in the last three years in Korea where, where the fans are, are not just there, but they're, they're raucous, they're having a party in the stands. And then you, you get this job back in the major leagues and, and the whole place is empty. So what, what, what has that difference been like for you? Um, you know, I... It's been it's been different, but I think it's different for everybody, you know, this season. So uh, we're all kind of in the same boat where, uh, you know, and obviously, hopefully they allow fans soon and, and they can get in and, and watch uh, and cheer and do everything that they want to do as well. But, uh, yeah, the first the first few games, it was weird. I think, honestly, having the cardboard cardboard cutouts um, and and the, the punk and fan noise kind of normalizes it a little bit um you know obviously when you do something good like hit a homer you you want real cheers 
but on the other side of things, when you mess up, um, right. you, you don't get the, the heckling or the, or the booing or things like that. So, um, it's, uh, it's different, but yeah, obviously every single player and, and fan, uh, is hoping to be back in the stadium as soon as possible. Well, I, I mean, I can think of a moment that would have uh, would have really got the fans going. I wanted to ask you about it. The the, the game against uh, the Mariners recently tied five five in the seventh inning, and uh, there's a lefty reliever on the mound, and uh, Alex Dickerson's spot in the lineup is looming. And you've already talked about it. You probably knew what what was yeah. coming. So, uh, can you share with everyone the story of you know you go to the cage and you started working on a, a, a specific pitch? which, you know, then was the pitch you ended up getting in the game. Take, take us through that process. Yeah, so, uh, you know, every well, home game we have, uh, we have a nice cages underneath uh, the, in the tunnel there, and um, our, our hitting coaches have machines set up. You know, we have fastball machine, curveball machine. And, um, and so, yeah, I, when I go down there, part of my, you know, routine to get uh, ready is, I hit off that machine, you know, alternate fastball, curveball, fastball, curveball, just try to, you know, train my eyes for some velocity and, and spin and things like that. And, yeah, you know, luckily it, it worked out that day where, um, you know, he kind of, uh, you know, hung a curveball and I was able to, uh, you know, pull my hands in and, and drive it out. And, uh, yeah, that's one of those times where everything comes together and makes for a great story. And, um, you know, luckily – Luckily, it too, I guess too bad it doesn't work out like that more times than not. But, right, right, uh, right. Uh, but yeah, that that was, uh, it was good, good preparation and, and game plan and a good situation too. Has it always been like that, um, or or is that kind of a, a development of the the analytic push? You know, the way that you're able to sort of almost prepare for a specific pitcher and specific pitch. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, going back to my days in Philly and things like that, we, we leaned on a, on a hitting machine or like a pitching machine every so often. Um, but mainly it was more old school. It's just, you know, normal BP and, uh, T work and front toss and things like that, where, you know, we still do those things here, but, uh, and I know in other organizations too, they've really adapted to, you know, a less traditional batting practice, you know, especially pregame where they bring the machine on the field and show you spin and show you velocity and things like that to um, just kind of get your, your timing more right for the game. All right. Um, let's, um, let's look ahead a little bit into, uh, into the future, if you will. What, what's, uh, what's next? You're having a good year in the U.S. What, what, do, you, what do you think happens now? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. <laughs> Obviously yeah. I have no idea. Um, I would, I would love to, you know, stay part of this Giants organization. I think, you know, from the top down, um, the, they're extremely professional. Um, and I've really, really enjoyed my time here. And like I said, I would love to, you know, finally at some point bring my family out and we get to experience, you know, the city and, uh, things like that. Um, so they, they could feel part of this, this season and uh, hopefully, you know, next season. So, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm where I'm hoping things, you know, move in the future. Um, obviously, that's option A. Do do you still have your eyes on on what what's happening overseas, or or has that now been ruled out in the future? What do you think? 
And I don't, I don't ever like to rule things out. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm probably uh, a few years uh, away from, um, you know, hopefully I get to, you know, determine when that time is. A lot of players don't get to. Um, but yeah, luckily I've been able to be healthy and things like that. But, you know, at some point the, the job started to stop coming in. And um, at that point, uh, um, you know, I, I will – hopefully not be not look back and say like oh I wish I would have taken this opportunity I wish I would have taken that opportunity so um right now everything is kind of on the table and yeah I I know my family uh adapts well to being in in different situations so whether that's you know overseas or here in a different city we've we've done a great job over the the course of my career to adapting in uh many different situations and and making the most of it uh, did you know that yesterday was your uh, your eight year anniversary of your major league debut? This was with the Phillies at the time. Did you did you did you know that? Did it cross your mind? I didn't. I didn't know that, but I yeah, I knew it was uh, back in September of 2012 at some point. But yep, yep. Um, but yeah, that's that's crazy. And um, like I said, I, I've been blessed to have an unbelievable career and stay healthy and. Um, where a lot of guys, you know, battle injuries and things like that and get their career shut off, you know, a lot sooner than they would like. So definitely, uh, definitely lucky in that regard. What, what do you remember about that day? Oh, man, I, <laughs> to be honest, I, I didn't play for like a week after yep. I got called up because <laughs> the, the Phillies were, uh, were hope were kind of, they were playing really, really well at the time. And I think a few games out of a wild card spot at the time. So, um, yeah, I sat for a little while. We went down to Houston uh, at some point, maybe a week, week and a half after I, I got called up. Finally got to pinch hit. And at the time, the Astros were, I think, one of the worst teams in baseball, if not the worst. And uh, I think they beat us three out of four at the time. <laughs> and kind of ruined the wild card chances. So then when we went back to Philly, I got to play that first game finally after about a week and a half, two weeks. But uh, yeah, it was, it was a, a very, very cool experience. Love it, love it. All right, um, what do you think about this particular team in, in, in terms of the playoffs and, and what they can achieve? Yeah, I mean, I, I really like the way that this team is put together. Um, you know, I think our, our top end pitching and even, you know, bullpen, things like that is, is extremely good. If we, if we show up and play defense um, and make, make the plays that we're capable of making, um, I think we can hang with, with anyone in the league. Uh, our offense is extremely solid, like I said, from top to bottom. And um, we just have to continue to, uh, you know, prepare like we have, go out in the game and execute. Um, these two games in Seattle here will be really big. And then um, obviously the, the series coming up against Colorado will be uh, a really big series too that, um, you know, we'll need to play our best baseball in. Uh, you guys, I've noticed this. You're such a confident group. When you, if you really look at, at, at where that comes from, what do you think of? Like where, 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 where is that drawn from? I, I think it's just a, a combination of, you know, a bunch of different people's personalities, um, you know, just feeding off of each other, uh, you know, having Hunter around early 
we were we would talk and we just we thought at the time the team kind of picked up a lot of what you know Yaz Yaz brings to the table just in just a, a grinder who you know spent a lot of time in the minors um, came over here to San Francisco and and just you know plays hard every day is literally in there every single pitch of every game and diving and you know just grinding out at bats and <clears throat> and we thought you know he was one of those guys just a leader that you know he he does speak up from time to time in the clubhouse but you know guys just look at him and be like man that's 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 a leader right there and so uh, I think a lot of us and then having you know Belt and Longo and Craw having you know really good seasons you know statistically and uh, having those guys as leaders too we just and then obviously Cap is uh, a guy who just is extremely positive all the time, and, and I think we just kind of you know, picked up on all those little things, and that's what has us you know, playing playing well and moving in the right direction. Inside Giant Moments presented by T-Mobile, Darren Ruff. This has been an absolute blast. Your story is incredible. Congratulate you on thank the you. journey, man. It's been great to watch you this year, and thank you so much for doing this. Absolutely, thanks. This this was a blast. That's it for new episodes in the 2020 season of Inside Giant Moments. While you're waiting for new content in 2021, be sure to go back and listen to the ones you may have missed to keep reliving the best moments in Giants history. Thank you so much for listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.